0: Hi, this is Sandy B with the 90 Day Win Podcast, episode 16. Come get your wins every 90 days. I am so excited to share with you the 90 Day Win Podcast, where we talk to regular people living their goals, achieving their goals a quarter at a time. This episode on the 90 Day Win Podcast, we talk with entrepreneur, philanthropist, and model, Alexis Darnell. And she shares with us her melanin wins and what she thinks about melanated people in this time and what we need to do to move towards our wins. You don't want to miss it on the 90 Day Wind Podcast. Hello. Hi. I am so excited because today I get to interview Alexis Darnell. How are you, Alexis?
1: I'm great. How are you?
0: I am excited to have you on the show. I've been thinking about you. I've been watching your social media. That's my thing. I like scope out all my people on social media to see what they got going on. And you have been really, really busy with all the different projects you have going on. So before we get started with my questions, can you tell the audience a little bit about you?
1: Absolutely. Hi, world. I'm Alexis Darnell. Um. I'm a lot of things. I have a lot of things under my umbrella. I'm an entrepreneur. I have two businesses, um, Melanin by Nature, which is a clothing line geared towards um, promoting melanin and, you know, self-esteem within Black people. And then I have a nonprofit, Melanin Chicks, Inc., under my brand. And Melanin Melanin Chicks, Inc. is a nonprofit that is geared towards promoting um, positive self-esteem, within young Black girls ages 11 to 17 using creativity, the arts, and fashion. Um, I am also a social media strategist
0: mm-hmm. for
1: a major hair care company. I choose not to say that name because I don't yeah. want, you know, people reaching out to me. But um, yes. <laughs> I do that as well, and I also model. So I do a few things. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So you didn't tell me anything about Africa. You got to oh, tell us a little bit because I'm going to ask you a whole bunch of questions. So yeah, I'm giving you the time to, yeah.
1: <laughs> tell us a little bit about Africa. Africa. Wow. Okay. So funny story. Yes. Um. About two years ago, um, I was dating a guy and he's from Nigeria. So I don't know why. Well, I, I do know why, but I decided that I wanted to travel to Africa. I've always wanted to travel to Africa, but I told myself I, I made a goal and I said that by 2020, mm. I'm going to Africa. I don't know where. I know it's going to be in West Africa because I want to go to the slave castles. Yes. But I made a goal and my friends kind of made a joke out of it. And I would, you know, always post on social media on my story saying um, Africa 2020. Nice. So, I've traveled with this group, Gravel World. I traveled with them to Haiti um, about three years ago. And they were taking a trip to Africa. Long story short, I signed up for the trip. And lo and behold, I made it to Africa by 2020. I ended 2019 and began 2020 in Accra in Ghana for the year of return celebration. It was an amazing opportunity. I actually would love to live in Ghana at some point in my life. Um, the people were very welcoming, the culture. I just felt like I've, I've been a lot of places, yeah. but going to Ghana, I just felt like I was at home. I, I felt like I found myself. We did a naming ceremony and my Ghanaian name is Amayomali. And that means that I was born on a Saturday, a female child born on a Saturday and I'm the third born. But I just, its it's like, it's. It's beyond words, you know, to be able to explain the
0: experience
1: of being there. All I can say is you just have to go one day. And I'm going back in December. So if you'd love to go, let me know.
0: Well, you know, I, yeah, I'm, I'm coming with you. I, I, <laughs> that, that's that. Yeah, that's another story. But yeah, I'm coming. So, <clears throat> yeah, one of the things that I hear that is the same from people who have been to Africa is they feel at home. Mm. And now more than ever to hear a Black person say they feel at home is, yeah, is something that I think a lot of us who, like you, have desired or thought they could possibly go to Africa, when they hear things like that, they something happens in your spirit that gives you hope, especially when you see someone that you know, someone that has talked about it and actually has done it and is clear they want to go back. So in this time with all of these different things going on, I wanted to get your opinion and your thoughts on how we can win as melanated people in this time. With all of these things going on, you've been exposed to so many different things in your experience. And you also do a show where you talk about some of the experiences with your co-host. So can you talk a little about what you're thinking about and how you're feeling in this time and how you are still moving towards in your goals during this time? That was a lot of different questions. So
1: <laughs> it's okay. I'll talk about how I'm feeling during this time first. I, I have so many emotions going through my body. Um, you know, I'm angry. I'm, I'm hurt. I'm sad. And then a part of me is like, you know, this is happening. It continues to happen. It's been happening for decades. Um, it happened to our grand, our grandparents, our great grandparents, you know, it's been happening since we were kidnapped from our native land and, and you know brought over here. Yeah. so it's like now I'm in a space where I'm about figuring out um, strategizing and, and figuring out how to put that strategy into action. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've spoken with my co-host a couple of times about this situation, even before uh, the, the last live that we had. But I really feel that melanin people, Black people, I think that the only way this can, you know, completely well, not completely stop. The only way we can start moving in the right direction and winning for ourselves is if we stand together and we take all of our money and we spend our money in our own communities. And I know, you know, people in our community talk about this all the time. Yeah. But this is really the only way that this is, you know, this is going to stop and we'll be able to win as melanated people. We have to take our money, spend our money with black businesses and, and, you know, and, it, and I hate to say it, but kind of make, the people that are doing this to us are oppressors. You know, we have to make them fill it in their pockets, basically. Yeah. So I think once we we realize that, and I do think a lot of us realize it, but once we put it into action, and I don't know, you know, what that looks like. Mm-hmm. I'm still trying to figure that out myself. But once we're able to figure that out and put it into action, we'll win. I mean, if you think about like Black Wall Street, if we could have something like that, you know in the 21st century i don't know exactly what it would look like but if we could have something like that we would totally win you know we if we if we had communities where we had our own banks and we have all of this we have our own doctors that we go to we have our own um gyms our own entertainment places i mean and we have all of them and they're all spread out but we still continue to spend our money in other places instead of spending it with our own. And, you know, in living in Atlanta, I don't know if you see it, but I see a lot more of Black people spending their money within our own community. But I've lived in North Carolina. I'm from Virginia. I've lived in New York. I've been, you know, a lot of other places and I've seen a lot of us that don't do that. But I think if we really took this time um, while people are protesting, you know, on the front line and they're fighting our injustices that are against us. I feel that if we came up with a plan and we really put it into action now, then it would help us. Like we have to keep the momentum going. We can't I agree. <laughs> come up with the plan and then try to do it three years from now. It needs to be now.
0: I agree. It is so important. I mean, one trillion, one trillion buying power. We have Mm -hmm. the opportunity to make a difference just by how we spend. When you think about simple things, and I think it takes goal getters like yourself, like Chiz, like other people who are tired of hearing things and not seeing action, right? And knowing that we have to be the ones that are taking up the charge and saying, we're going to make change, right? Something as simple as not going to a fast food restaurant. We see it all over social media, talking about all these restaurants that support causes that don't align with what we believe, right? So I think that is one of the many ways that we have to continue to push our agenda and what we're trying to accomplish specifically by our, Buying power. Right. And then also I'd like to talk with you about how we have conversations in our spaces mm-hmm. because I, you and I have talked about me personally. I have friends that are black who somehow don't get it, who somehow don't understand for whatever reason. Maybe they are immigrants Mm -hmm. or um, they just seem to be very disconnected from the Black struggle here in the U.S. Have you experienced that?
1: I have. I just, I feel like it's it's self-hate, you know? I'm not sure what happened to these individuals in their lives that made them feel that way, but I've experienced that. um, And and not to kind of backtrack, but before I went to Ghana, I was apprehensive about going to Ghana because of that, because of my experiences with other Africans that I've had in the past and how the ones, some of them that live here that I've, you know, interacted with, they feel like they're not us. They feel like they don't have the same struggles. They feel that, you know, I've even had some of them tell us, tell me that, we're lazy yes. um, and, you know, we're the reason why um, the powers to be treat us how they how they treat us. And I think it's. Partly because of self-hate, but also I think it's because they're just uneducated and they don't know. Yeah. Like you said, some of them are immigrants. I do know when I was in Ghana and I keep referencing Ghana <laughs> Cause it had a huge impact on my life, but I yeah. do know when I was in Ghana, one thing that I learned that, that made me think about this, um, this part of this conversation is that they are taught, their children are taught about our ancestors up until they were put on the ships. They sailed off. They knew that they, you know, made it to another land. But they don't know the extent of they're not taught the extent of what our ancestors went through once they got here. So they don't know the extent of, you know, the brutality of slavery. Um, They don't understand Jim Crow. They don't understand civil rights. And so I was having conversations with some of them, some of the adults, and they literally asked us, why do the police kill you guys? how come white people don't like you? What do
0: you think? I I think education is a part of it, right? Mm-hmm. Because in my situation with my friend, you're absolutely right. She doesn't it's like she doesn't even care to understand the struggle of the African American people here. It's as if we should be grateful and we should just work hard and do better. It's like There's no thought of maybe systematic racism, Mm -hmm. you know, like, it's like you wouldn't even think to try to understand that, but you expect for Black Americans to understand what you experience with colonialization. So it's, it's interesting.
1: And it, it's kind of, it's weird because although, you know, you may be from Ghana, you may be from Jamaica, you may be from Kenya, wherever, you know, Mm -hmm. but you're still Black
0: in America.
1: And when they see you, they don't see that other country. They see the color of your skin and they're going to treat you the same way that they treat us.
0: Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And so I think there's an opportunity. Maybe if I would have talked about this with you last week where I was a lot more angry. Mm hmm. I would have said, well, they need to go learn. But I can't, I have to feel like I am in some way helping to move a conversation, right? I see all these young people see these young people that are begging and pleading with their parents to try to understand that Black lives do matter. Mm -hmm. So how can I not have this conversation with a friend who I do care about, who just happens to be Black, to say, hey, we need to learn about some things together. Mm -hmm. So I think one of the ways maybe we win is to educate each other, right? And to have conversations. Because even... Us as Black Americans that, you know, were born and raised here, we don't know our history. We weren't taught it. It was purposely hid from us. Black Wall Street, quite a lot of us did not know about Black Wall Street. And that was only 99 years ago. So, yeah, we got some work to do.
1: We do. And I think that conversations like this, you know, maybe even having open forums with Black people from the, across the diaspora. Yes. I think that that you know, if we engage in conversation and we talk about it, we can teach each other, we can learn from each other, and we can understand why you know we we feel differently about the subject. But
0: yeah, this is Sandy B, and I am excited that you are here and you chose to listen to this podcast so you can be encouraged and you can go get your wins because. You, too, can be a goal-getter. If you'd like to hear more, feel free to like, subscribe, and share. Download this podcast, share it with your friends, and leave a comment, leave a review. Hopefully, it's positive. We will definitely take those and just continue to allow yourself to plan and prepare and envision your 90-day wins. Enjoy. Yeah, so let's talk about travel. Ooh. <laughs> yes, because like you said, uh, I, I, like so many other people, definitely want to go to Ghana specifically mm-hmm. because of what you said. And then to see, you know, the year of return and to learn and... um Witness some of the things that Ghana specifically, that country specifically in Africa is working on and is, um, literally building a bridge mm-hmm. for us to come and be a part of. So why, what would you say to encourage someone that is like you that maybe would be apprehensive because a lot of Black people feel as if they don't have a home to go to. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people feel as if, you know, my, I'm just a descendant of slave and that's where my beginning starts. So what would you say to encourage someone that would be apprehensive? Because what we do do, I know because I've done it, we go to Europe, Alexis. Mm -hmm. We spend our money in Europe.
1: You know, funny thing is, I don't desire haven't been to Europe and I don't desire to go to Europe. But um what I would say to someone that may be like me and is you know, is a little apprehensive about traveling to Africa. Yeah. You only live once. You yes. only have one time on this earth. And myself, I'm all about gaining any experience like that I could possibly get while I'm here because yes. you don't know when you're going to leave Yes, and something inside of myself, I wouldn't, I, in the afterlife, I wouldn't be happy if I wasn't able to see the motherland. Hmm. So forget what everybody else is saying. Just go experience it for yourself. You know, um, even if it's not traveling um, with anything in life, you know, you, you can't, you you shouldn't go off of what someone else tells you or you know how someone made you feel about traveling somewhere or doing anything in life. You gotta gotta experience it yourself. Yeah. And unless you're and, and until you're able to experience it yourself, you'll never know how it really is. You know.
0: So yes, and our yeah. people are there. Yeah.
1: Yes, and they're and and welcome. Um and. In Ghana in the tree language is a So as soon as we landed and got off the plane, they were like a aquaba, a but they're very welcoming.
0: Man, yeah. that is a place I need to go. I've been fortunate to experience some amazing places in this world, but I agree with you. I've heard so many people say it, literally broke their heart to come back to the U S
1: oh yes, absolutely. And just to be able to go somewhere and see so many people that look like you and look yes. like your cousins. And it just makes you wonder like, am I, are the, am I from here? Or, you know, but
0: yeah, it makes you want you to, to know yourself. Yeah. I want to know your roots and just mm-hmm. see your people and just feel that love. I, remember watching so many people the year before the return, the year of the return and praying like, Lord, I need to go. I need to be with my people. And I hope that this is just a little bit that we can share in this podcast with you giving us your insight and your experience, and then to just open up the conversation for us to embrace each other as melanated people right and to encourage each other to win at whatever venture in life you know whatever you're trying to accomplish but just have that confidence in who you are
1: yeah and i like to tell people i know it sounds kind of cliche but melanin is is your superpower from god you know (laughs) so you got to use those superpowers
0: Yes. Well, you know, you use your superpowers very well. So, <laughs> <laughs> if you tell us that we should we should believe because I am I'm a fan of your work. I just appreciate seeing a beautiful black woman being unapologetic about her blackness. You hear me? Yeah. That is inspiring for someone who's raising a young beautifully <sighs> melanated young lady that I want her to see images that look like her. I'm proud to know that people like you are at the forefront, encouraging all of us to be proud of our melanin, be proud of the skin that we're in and unapologetically do so. And so I appreciate you and what you are about. I love your Melanated by Nature clothing brand. I appreciate that you care so much that you would have a nonprofit for young girls so they can understand how beautiful they are inside as well as outside. So I just have to tell you that I'm so glad that you would take the time to be on the show. And you definitely have to come back because we got to get prepared to go to Ghana. You've been there. You can help us. (laughs) you know, the people we need to talk to because, you know, we want to make sure that we have an experience that we can come back and tell others to come Mm -hmm. as you are doing. So we, we need to make sure we get connected with the right people. So if you would just tell everyone how they can connect with you and I'll be make, I'll make sure to put it in the show notes as well.
1: Okay. Um, I'm just going to back up a little bit. So I just wanted to say this, um, So, I keep talking about Ghana. So, I am going again uh, December 27th, 2020, until December, I mean, January 3rd, 2021. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not sure if you know, but this year is called the year beyond the return. Okay. That's the name of the celebration. And I will be leading the trip this year for Gravel World travel. So, if you're interested in going to Ghana um, with Gravel World, the website is gravel, that's G-R-A-V-E-L-W-R-L-D.com. And you can just go on their site. And they have a lot of trips on their site, actually. Um, but you can check them out, and then you'll see the Ghana 2020 slash 21 trip. Yeah, And then if you're interested in connecting with me and contacting me, um, you can do so on Instagram at Melanin by Nature. That is M E L. A-N-I-N-B-Y nature, N-A-T-U-R-E. And then my nonprofit um, Instagram is at Melanin Chicks, Inc. That is M-E-L-A-N-I-N-C-H-I-C-K-S-I-N-C. And also, my have so many pages. Good. (laughs) My personal Instagram page is at I am Alexis Darnell. That's I-A-M-A-L-E-X-I-S-D-A-R-N-E-L-L. And then my websites are melaninbynature.com and melaninchicks.org.
0: Yes. So we need to be supporting our people. Like we said, we put our money where our um, community can better be served. And so we will make sure that we let everyone know. I'll be sure to have this in the show notes and definitely gravelworld.com. Mm-hmm. And that's gravel in.
1: world. Um, the world does not have a, an O in it. So it's W R L D.com.
0: Got it. Um, yeah.
1: I just have one more thing to say. Can I say whatever you <laughs> I want wanted? It, um, I just wanted to leave you all with this. Uh, Whenever you are creating goals in life and trying to reach those goals, Mm -hmm. I just want to say always be intentional with everything that you want out of life and everything that you're trying to do. And understand that your successes aren't going to happen overnight. I learned that the hard way. But just Mm -hmm. understand that it will happen. It will come. But it may not come overnight. (laughs) And always always, always, as a Black person, always uplift other melanated people. Yeah. And that's it.
0: Well, that's that's perfect. That is definitely something to leave us with. We appreciate your time. Thank you so much. And thank we you. look forward to hearing more about the year beyond the return. Yes. Yes. Thank you.
1: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Come get your wins with the 90 Day Wins podcast, where we talk to goal getters. You can check us out at 90daywins.com. That's 90daywins with an S.com. That's our website where you can check out our blog, where we give more in depth notes and conversation about the interviews with our goal getters. Also, you can check us out on social media 90daywins.com. That's on Facebook. Instagram and Pinterest. This is your host Sandy B and I'm encouraging you to go get your wins every 90 days on the 90 day win podcast.